All right, my friends, welcome to this special edition of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your host, Paulette Riestini. I am your movement motivator and your passion instigator. And I get to bring you amazing people, amazing women creating magic, creating change in the world. If you've been following me at all over the last years, five years I've been doing this video podcast, which is amazing. And you all have been on this before, all my guests today, but we get to bring everybody here together today. I've got Chinzia from Italy, who actually happens to be in England at the moment. Yes. Nina, (laughs) Nina from Australia and Misha from Florida. And I'm here in Southern California. So we are the Global Tribes Uniting, which is also very cool. Very, very cool. And and so today, um, a lot of our talk has stemmed from the certification course that the women just finished up with me last week or two weeks ago on stepping into their leadership role, master leadership certification for teaching the teachers in this global caravan dance company that we that we have that I've been running for over 30 years now. And it's such a beautiful honor to honor them as they step into this leadership role because we we talk about so many fabulous things. (laughs) Um, But to carry on the legacy, to carry on women run businesses, entrepreneurship, stepping into our role as business women, as well as leaders, as well as creators and artists with integrity, with passion, uh, which is so much of what I'm about and so much of what they're about. And it's such a beautiful journey to share with them and to watch them grow and develop and also expand our language, expand our dance, our global caravan, tribal belly dance, language as well as the global tribes. So welcome Chinzia, welcome Nina, welcome Misha. And why don't we just have a little beautiful brief introduction from all of you. Misha, would you like to Um, say hello? I was having the don't pick me first moment. Yes. So I'm Misha. I am one of Paulette's master teachers and master leaders based in the United States in sunny Sarasota, Florida. And gosh, I still remember the first time I met Paulette, which was at a a, a workshop here in Florida when I was a baby dancer, like in 2004 or five. And I'm just really honored to be in this circle, especially with the other master teachers who've been um, holding this up all over the world. So welcome, welcome, Nina. Hi, my name's Nina and I'm from a small town uh, in North Queensland called Innisfail. Um, I've been dancing this format for a long time, uh, 15 (laughs) years or 16 years, and I just love it. I'm very passionate about it. I'm passionate about the community and the connections that we hold together. And um, I just think it's, yeah, it's an amazing thing to do. Uh, and, and going forward with that, leading, leading these circles, these women um, and, and, and people, uh, it's just, yeah, it makes me really proud and um, I'm very happy to be here awesome. for the program. So glad, I'm so glad. And Cinzia. Hi, I'm Cinzia, I'm from Italy. In this moment, I'm in England, but I'm just like in 
on holiday here. And uh, so I'm very, very glad to be here with, uh, with my like uh, sisters. And uh, so I met Paulette in 2005. So we met the first time in Germany because uh, uh, she was touring uh, in Europe and I went to do a, like a long weekend uh, intensive with her and uh, it blew out my mind and uh, <laughs> and I decided I this, is what I to do. <laughs> this is what I want to do and and this is what I did so I started uh, Global Caravan uh, in 2005 with her and I'm still uh, very very much in love with this dance format and so I'm very very happy to be here with you and like Misha and Nina tonight and of course Paulette. Thank oh, you. So beautiful. And so you know, so when I think about this, so you've all been dancing with me for for many, many years. And we've gone through so many classes and workshops and certifications. And you guys have stepped into this ownership, this leadership, this master teacher. You have spent so much time investing in yourself and your dreams. And I think that's huge because so many women are afraid to invest in themselves. They, you know, they can find lots of excuses for not to have the time, not to have the money or not to have the full passion. And you guys have been incredibly committed to your own vision. So tell me what that's been like for you. Misha, what's that been like for you to commit to your vision? She's like, oh, you picked me first. No, no, okay. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like it's, um, everything that unfolds in my day, usually like later on, there's a reason for it. So I'm like, it's, it's funny you asked that because today was a day where I really had to decide like whether or not I was going to stick to it. And I think that that is part of it is understanding that it's a practice like anything else. And, you know, there's no manual for life. Like, like nobody gives us really a book that helps guide us through. We oftentimes we have to find our own way. And for me, a big piece of it has been um, figuring out what I want and what, I, like what I truly desire. And I think a lot of women serve others and that's beautiful, you know, as, as mothers, as aunties, as grandmas, as community space holders, we tend as partners, we tend to put others first, which is lovely. But, um, one of the things that really was kind of the, the moment where I started investing in myself was really realizing that I needed to, to, to keep myself healthy and well, and also still continue to be able to serve those people. So, um, and it's, it's a practice like anything else. Um, I think that, that it's one of those things where we're always still like getting better and better at it. And we always have to kind of keep reminding ourselves why it's valuable and why we need to continue to do it. And I think for me personally, um, it, it keeps me sane, <laughs> like, by, by, I don't have a better, I mean, um, but it really keeps me like grounded and centered and focused and not really scattered. Um, and it really allows me like taking the time and, and investing in myself and, and doing the things that are really for me, it truly helps me to grow and, and evolve as a person, which helps too. Well, and if you look at what you've done and how you have invested in yourself and how many years of training and how many, you know, miles 
<laughs> we talk about miles. <laughs> I think we all went put on a lot of freaking miles to do this. And what a what a beautiful opportunity for expansion, right? I mean, you've done that. So Nina, what do you think? Um I I agree with all those things Misha said. I also um I know that at one time I know I was on the on the on the road somewhere and I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired or something. And why do I do this? You know, um, but it, um, but I realized that this was my purpose. This was my purpose to teach this dance. Um, the, the training I had, this was my kind of, this was my study of life. And, and I just, I, I just, um, I just felt this is what I had to do. Uh, and so I guess the investment part is, is certainly money, but, um, for me, it was also investing in training with you, Paulette, and, and going to, you know, the States um, for perhaps, was it about eight years, investing in that. That was, that was quite a commitment um, to do that. And, um, and then when I became a master teacher to, to train with you, so I had the, the skills um, I guess uh, investing in myself also because I've, I may seem a quite a confident person now and people always seem very, very um, um, uh, surprised when I fall, I fall down a little bit sometimes because sometimes I haven't always been a, this confident kind of, you know, person. And there's the steps along the way you have to take, you know, you don't just, it's, it, it is a big journey. It is a big journey from when you're from point A wherever to where you are now. And, um, and just acknowledging that, you know, um, I have learned so much in my life. Uh, investment in, yes, in, in money and time, but also in, in these personal kind of um, growth and empowerment to be who I am today. And um, I don't know if I had, would have had that without my, my tribal family, my tribal sisters, um, and er everyone from Paulette to to my my tribe and and everyone that I've met along the way has has yeah just made me so strong, and um, I just I love that I love all those connections. You know, I think so much too, Nina. Is you know, I mean, we're human, right? I know. Some people think sometimes it's like, oh, Nina, you 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 didn't do that, or oh, Nina, you you're tired. <laughs> Anina, Anina, oh my god you didn't do that move right you, you forgot like, okay okay right let me re let me reset no but we're i mean that but the beauty in that is that we are we can show our vulnerability and still step into leadership yes yes we are still human and we're still women and to honor that sacred feminine of vulnerability I mean, sure, I can be Wonder Woman, and I have been Wonder Woman many times in my life. And sometimes that does not, you know, suit me. Sometimes it, it can hurt you. <laughs> but sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's great. Um, and so that's beautiful. And um, to honor that expansion, I mean, because that's what we're all here for. We're all here to continue to live life and expand into all of our glory, right? All that we can be. So Chinzia, what about you? 
No, I'm, as I said, I'm, I was in love with this uh, dance uh, since the very beginning. And, I, and above all, what I was liking a lot was the aspects of its philosophy, the lifestyle, because uh, really global caravan tribal belly dance it's a lifestyle because you yes. learn also how to be in life to, de to deal with life if you're a leader you will be a leader in your daily life too but you have also need to know when it's time to follow and put your ego to the side and this is very very important uh it, it it's uh it's really inspiring because uh when we dance we, because we are all one we really want to be one. It's the whole together that is important. So a lot of the times, uh, because we are used to, uh, today it's all about I, iPhone and I this and I that and whatever. So no, sorry, it's not only about I, it's about we, because uh, we, don't, we don't exist uh, as a tribe if uh, it's always a dance of the egos. So this is one of the things that I love that I, realize how much was nice for me to dance with other people. And uh, I had to just recently, because of COVID, understand and do some, some dance on my own and without my, my dances, my tribe. And it's, it's different, it's different that I'm, 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 I missed it. The connection also, it was a good experience for me because I had to stand out uh, just uh, on my own. And it was a big learning curve for me because uh, I know it might not sound like that, but my vulnerable my vulnerable part is also that I always need I in the past I've always needed someone to back me up, and now I, I am able to to just go and do it on my own, and this is was very important for me. So we being a, a, a leader in this sense. So this is why I'm in a moment in my life, uh, going back to the master leadership uh, training that we've been doing together um, with the, this uh, amazing women. It's because uh, I really want to be the leader and keep on the legacy. And also I really want to see my students to grow and shine on their own. I was away because I'm on holiday and my, my dancers did uh, a gig last, last weekend and I was so proud of them. And they sent me the videos, they sent me the pictures and I said, go post it on Instagram. Even if I'm not there, it's still you. And I really wanted them to see them shining. So that is all about you as the leaders, as the master leaders, as the master teachers to empower your students, empower the women to own what they do, to own who they are, to own the skin that they're in. I mean, this, this hits on so many levels. And if I, if I can just back up just a little bit for those of you who are watching who aren't quite sure what we're talking about. So we're talking about a dance style called Global Caravan. And the idea of this dance is that it's a lot of repetitive movements where there's a leader and a follower or several followers, and those roles can be switched, but it's about dancing in unison, uh, dance improvisationally so that you're, you're creating in the moment, but we use a structured language. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, but the idea is that we have all of these levels of training and 
there's so much more to the dance than just the steps. There's more, there's the lifestyle, which we've brought up already just a little bit briefly, the lifestyle of the dance, because we as humans, we as women, and, and there's definitely some men who dance and that's awesome. We want connection. We want community. Um, if you think of some of the ancient tribes who dance around in the circle together, uh, the idea is that we come together and we look at each other and we connect with each other and we, and it takes everybody, it takes everybody to make the circle. All sizes, all ages, all shapes, all everything. And that's the beauty of this dance. It's not ballet where you have to be pencil thin and young. This is for women who want to step into their cronehood, uh, young girls who want to step into their middle, middle uh, teens. I mean, it's for everybody and that's beautiful. Um, so do you guys have anything to add to that really briefly to kind of help share what this vision is? Yes, it's just, it's a, when we come to, you know, in, into our circle and for me, I mean, like on a, on a, a weekly basis, it's, it's about, you know, just gathering together and people leave their cares behind, you know, they step, I mean, my, my studio is called a temple. So for me, it's, it's, it is a sacred space. Um, and I know everyone else's is space is, is sacred as well, but I just have this, um, this feeling when people come to, come to our class that it's, you know, we create this circle, we do these moves, um, they are repetitive, but there's a ritualistic um, feeling as we, we do these moves um, year in, year out. I mean, you, you just love doing these moves because they're in your body then and it just kind of flows. And um, just the celebration of that circle, women coming together, the different energies. Um, yeah, and just uh, people can feel... Um, like themselves, because I've loved, like Misha said, you know, we all do serve in some way in the community and they come to circle and it's like themselves. And I like, to, I like for them to honor that, that they just, they stand there in circle in themselves, even though we are part of that group. And um, I just, yeah, I feel that women become so empowered in this circle. They, they just stand up that little bit stronger. They do put some makeup on or put a flower in their hair and, and they allow themselves to feel beautiful. And I, yeah, I, and I know it is an eye culture, but there's also the, the other culture, whereas I'm not good enough or I'm, I'm not this or I'm not that. And it, it, it does, um, I just love seeing people go, well, you know what? I can do this and I can do that and I can be beautiful. And um, yeah, that's... It's awesome. Awesome. Anybody else? This is what I like to see, especially with the people that start, because with the dancers that know the format since a longer time, uh, it, it's almost something that they do naturally because they learn and they, they just are into this. But in the new students, it's amazing to see the confidence growing and at a certain point say, oh no, I don't feel like to lead today. But at a certain point, yes, okay, no matter what, 
I'm going to try. And even if I'm going to keep a simple movement, everybody's going to follow me and I'm really taking the lead. I love this. I love to see the people that enter in the room and they say, I will never show my belly and I will never wear this and I will never do that. Okay, you can do whatever you want. And then after three classes, they come with a gold bra and say, yeah. <laughs> Honoring the body, honoring the yeah. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And it, it's they look, they they really, I don't know, they're, there's a cheekiness I can't say that comes into their eyes. It's uh, it's beautiful. I love it. So, so part of that, part of that holding that space is you um, stepping into your teachership, into your leadership, so you can hold that space for them. Because not everyone can do that. Not everyone can honor the vulnerability of that person in your class. Right? So we learn how to hold that kind of space, how to honor each and every student that we have. And every body is different, right? Every body shape is different. Every body is a different age and a different background and a different culture and a, you know, whatever they bring to that class. And you hold that space for them to have this beautiful experience, even if it's just one hour a week. But what I want to know, Misha, so these are some of the things we were talking about last week in our leadership class is what do you hold sacred? Oh, like that's a whole nother chat where, you know, and, and what excites me so much is I remember asking, getting asked questions like that when I first did like my first training with you. And it was, I left it blank. Cause I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I hold sacred. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, well, I'm going to need like an hour to really like sink into that. And, and I think that that just goes to show like how much you can blossom um, in, in this dance. And I want to be really specific that I, I agree with, with Chinsi and Nina. It is, it's this like right here. I'm, I've done many styles. I know all the ladies sitting here have, and it's, there's something really magical about this because for me, what I hold sacred is in terms of the dance is that there's room for everybody. And I don't, I don't care who you are outside of the circle. It doesn't matter to me. Like when you come into the circle, we're all equal and we all also like support each other. That's like a non-negotiable, like, like it doesn't matter what you believe, like you said, like body, um, uh, like how you look, but I would take it even further. Like, like what, and, and to be fair, it is a lifestyle. And so there are certain beliefs that we do, many of us do agree with, but you don't have to have them in order to be part of it, but you might find them sneaking in. Um, it happens, but I really hold, um, and I also hold sacred in, in this, in this, in the context of the dance, the, the dance itself, to me, my dance is my prayer. (laughs) And being able to do that with other people, like I just get goosebumps because I feel like we've lost so much of, of our community, like our, of our ability to be in community with other people, especially now. And I think that we've also lost so much of our, of our ritual and our tradition. And so in doing this, we build our own, like we build our new traditions. We build our, yes, you're creating a whole new genre. 
which has so many roots in ancient history, but still contemporary, which is always what I've said, right? We are women of the world. We are humans of today. And I don't want to be a human from 200 years ago, but I honor traditions. I honor ritual. But one of the things you said, Misha, and then we'll move on, is that the things that you that you held sacred were compassion and kindness. And um, that you hold it for yourself as well as for your students. And I think stepping into leadership roles, that's really important to acknowledge. What, what is sacred to you? How do you show up in the world as a leader? What's important, right? And, and that's what you said is compassion and kindness with purposeful intention. That really, for me, I mean, I can't imagine, I can't imagine like not just leading, but teaching like that for me is just how I teach. Like, like my heart is always there. Yeah. And I think um, it's funny when you were talking about learning to be like the space holder, mm -hmm. I was reflecting on the fact that like, I have a master's degree in, in, in education, but they never taught me how to be compassionate and kind. Mm -hmm. Like I learned that as soon as I started doing this work and I think that that's, that's really um, beautiful. And it really is important to me that my students feel that compassionate um, or that, that kindness too. Well, you're, you are exuding that, but you're also teaching that, even if it's subliminal, right? Yeah. And that's what part of, of raising these women, these women, these younger women or older women too, you know, showing them another way of being. Um, uh, the possibilities. You guys are opening up their possibilities, right? So Nina, what do you hold sacred? Um, what do I hold sacred? I hold sacred the fact that I, I'm, I'm free, to, I'm a free person, um, that I, I can choose what I like to, what I want to do. Um, I, I'm not, my, my lifestyle that I've chosen has been, you know, this, this dance lifestyle and it's kind of my job. But also within that, um, because I don't have to do a nine to five job and I can be home um, to do my things, I hold this, this, um, this gift, I guess, as sacred mm. um, that I've chosen not to do like that, that job thing. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I hold that, that, freedom that I've chosen sacred. I, um, I also find sacred you know, the circle, like I, I explained before, and coming together with um, other women in these circles. Um, I, I love nature. I, I live in um, a lot of um, rainforests. So for me, uh, nature is, and, and trees especially, um, I hold very sacred and and I, I just I, I love just commune I know everyone does it's just I define I find that um just very soul soul replenishing and and art uh, I love seeing other people's art I find uh, just creating little bits of art every day in the home um you know in life whatever 
Uh, and and what people, yeah, I, I love art, nature. I just. <laughs> um, beautiful, I love that. And uh, I was also thinking about that. And just when, when you're dancing, when you're thinking about sacred, just that communion of, of music and body and movement and and the and and how that and I'm, I'm not quite sure everyone feels that in 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 like that transmission between the music the step into the body into that divine feeling that you get um, especially when you have a tribe behind you all these women behind you know people behind you dancing um, this kind of these three energies and then this kind of divine spirit that you get so and I know I probably first had this feeling when Paulette was here many years ago and we were having this, I'd never done any of this, you know, before. I mean, I'm a pagan at heart, so it was like, I kind of get it. But we had an a inward set facing circle. We've been dancing nearly all day and we were just touching hands lightly and Paulette was saying a blessing and she sent this message around in our hands and I mean, I'm getting goosebumps already thinking about it. And I just started bawling my eyes out. I had no idea what was happening. And, um, and then I realized that other people around the circle were also crying and it was like, wow, I don't know what this is. <laughs> what was this? Um, yeah, it was very, that was a very sacred moment. Just having, I guess that divine feminine energy. Right, and the connection. Mm. Mm which we crave, which we need. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's such an important part, in, in part, I can't even talk, important part <laughs> of this, this whole circle idea and this whole dance is that connection. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I'm so sorry. Bam. Throw that thing right down there. <laughs> um, so Chinzy, what do you hold sacred? So in general, in life, uh, for me, nature, as uh, uh, Nina and also Misha said, I have a very close relationship. This is one of the reasons why I'm about to move because I live in a big city and I really need to go closer to nature, to the source in one, one, in one of the, the expressions of the source, okay? Because nature is one of the expressions of the divine feminine. Uh, what is sacred for me is animals for sure my the like uh, uh, like very uh, real relationship that you can have uh, soul to soul uh, with animals but also with some people and um, being getting older I understand how for me sacred is being authentic and I'm really working on this mm. and uh, respect is sacred for me very much how you say respect and connection. Yeah, respect and connection. So um, these are the aspects uh, that, are, that are, I think that are uh, in what we do uh, as a teachers, as dancers, uh, there are a lot of uh, elements uh, of uh, these elements that are, that are coming from the dance into our life and from life into the dance. Uh, if we weren't really committed, I think, and also if we didn't respect each other and have a very, very a, a, a deep feeling for what we are doing, we couldn't have uh, gone so far, let's say, into it. Uh, 
and dedicating so many years and hours of dance. Uh, and also, I mean, money, energies, uh, a lot of things that are going, flowing into this. And uh, I'm feeling very proud. I was... Uh, doing my Monday check-in and I said, wow, last week uh, I, I accomplished this and this. And so I'm really happy. And uh, it's something that I wanted to, to get to. And, uh, and so don't, um, you think, don't you think, uh, all three of you, that um, having the clarity of your vision of what you desire has helped you get to where you are now? Oh, very, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. And, and on multiple levels. Yeah. So what is that? What does that look like for you, Misha? Well, the room I'm sitting in, I literally wrote everything down about before it ever came to be. So I think um, it, it can be as simple as like, ask for what you need. Right. But you really have to like, mean it. You really have to, you really have to say like, this is what I want and, and be willing to ask for it and be willing to accept it. That I think that's a piece as well. Um, in this space uh, that I'm in right now, it's our healing arts center. And um, this came from a lot of like visualization and really thinking about like what I wanted to do with my life and also how I could like take what I really wanted to do and what I was passionate about and turn it into something that could support myself and my family. So, um, yeah. But there's a lot of strategy involved with, so like I always say, it's mixing the woo with the practical, right? So you gotta have, you gotta have the dreams and the desires and the magic, but you want it to make sense. You want it to be practical and structural so structured so that it will work for you I mean and that's stepping into your role as a businesswoman and that is one thing that I find so hard with so many of my women clients who are like they don't want to they they're afraid of owning being businesswomen they want all the art and the creativity but without the structure or the commitment or the vision, you know, sitting down to get clear. And I, I feel like you ladies have over the years have, you know, we've spent so much time as you, as people who know me, you know, I'm always asking you to journal. I'm always asking you all these questions, <laughs> but digging deeper, you know, what do you want? What do you desire? And, and stepping into that vision and stepping into that vision now, as you guys have advanced so much in your careers with me and with your own tribes and your own businesses and creating a legacy. So Nina, what does that look like? What, what do you see in your future or the future of Global Caravan? Well, my vision, <laughs> my, my vision has, has been, um, has been to connect um, each state in Australia, to have uh, a vibrant community in each state of Australia. And slowly but surely, we're getting there. Um, there has been, you know, a lot of um, woo-woo in that and getting that, but, um, and a lot of effort, let me say, just um, having a great team, and I'll go back just a little bit for the vision, but having a great team of people behind you 
as well. Yes. So you, you, have, you have your vision, okay, and you, and you can do only so much yourself. So then you have to have other people in place, other people, and I, and I totally get that. Um, you have to have these other people that have the same type of vision as well to help you along the way and to go, okay, I can, it's not delegating as such in, that I'm meaning, but you have to have this team. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's, it's about expanding our, um, our tribe and the global caravan in Australia, having these amazing teachers. So, you know, I can teach teachers now and as well as the collective soul. So it's about getting teachers out in the different, in the community, small communities. And I want, I want all the, the global caravan goodness in all the little towns in Australia. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I, I love it. I think, I think it's a possibility. Um, I love the fact that, you know, women can travel. We have a map of Australia with all the, the tribes around Australia now. So, you know, when people go on holiday, they, they can just check out where the local classes are. Uh, so my vision is, is it's, um, continuing this expansion, more teachers, um, setting up these little, um, I have little festivals in, in, in regional areas so people can get together. It's, it's the community getting together and the connection. Um, it allows me to travel still and, and meet everyone. And then um, getting other, um, you know, senior dancers also coming through that can um, teach on the master teacher level. So being a mentor to some other teachers, um, and just as a, as a vision, um, I don't know, just continuing on this legacy and this lifestyle for more women. So let me ask you this. So how does that make you feel? Oh, super proud, super proud and so, so happy that, um, that it's become so successful here as well. And that um, it, it's, it, it's just like, a, it's like a joy it's like such a joyful thing to do. It is a joy. Like I said, it's not really a job, but it's, it, it, it is. Like there's a lot of work that goes in behind it. But it's such a joyful thing to do to um, empower people and make people happy if that's, you know, where you're going. And um, I sort of lost my thread a bit there. But, that's yeah, right. so just – and for myself, um, perhaps a bit more travelling overseas um, or – maybe coming to the state sometimes and doing a workshop or um, going to going to Europe or you know if I travel to Europe my son is in Europe now so I don't know just I, I would like to um I would like to go and do a little bit of that um with everyone's you know with permission but yeah just uh just and also just um just making it a, a more beautiful um space for people to have um yeah and hold so i just want to i want to deconstruct that for just a minute because i think okay. it's really important that entrepreneurs who might be hearing this right now you can do that nina because that's how you have set up your career right so you have your beautiful classes at home and you've established yourself as this master teacher and now as this master leader. 
but you've reached out to create this space. I mean, which is what I did, right? As I traveled the world and taught because I wanted to, I could, and I did. I guess, I guess within that, yes, there's, it's the networking. Well, this is on a lot of different levels here. Yes. Yes. So this is a very spiritual level. This is the law of attraction. This is the desire and making the possibilities work for you as well as creating this beautiful opportunity, not only for you, but for your people. Right. You yes. Guys- you definitely want to pass that on. So, um, so the, the other teacher circles that are happening now, it's, it's for them. Yeah. To step into their, um, into their power um, and to make the best of it. And just, yeah, passing on those skills, passing on the, um, the vision or the, if, you know, maybe people see, see what I've done and go, oh, I want to do that too. Absolutely. Inspiration. You are empowering others to give the life that they want to live. Not everybody wants to do what you do. No, no, of course. But it's, it it is inspiring. And even if, um, People have a, even as you know, can be inspired by a little bit to keep that, to keep their tribe going, to to have that weekly class, to get that connection every week, um, and having that sacred space. Yeah, that's really important to me. Beautiful. So, what do you think, Cynthia? Um, for sure, you. It's important to have uh, a vision. I have to say that uh, sometimes uh, uh, life, the events in life are a little bit different of the vision that you have and there can happen things that are, uh, can put you in a place where it's, uh, it's uh, sometimes uh, you, you lose a little bit your uh, direction. This is personally happened to me. You all know I had a moment where I wasn't really there. Mm because my mom passed away and uh, it was a huge thing to me. But uh, after some time, I realized that that this dance was there all my life. Mm -hmm. And it was something so important to me. And uh, and I feel so well when I do it. And I really said to me, "This this is something that you have to keep on going. And I'm so glad I did it because I'm, I'm seeing it's like it's reblossoming everything and I'm so happy for this. So um, I've been uh, suffering a little bit because being in Europe and I'm very isolated because uh, most of the teachers are in US and the others are <laughs> in Australia. And uh, so it, it, it is, is, uh, is this, but I have my dancers and it happened that I could work with, uh, meet up in person with uh, the other European master teacher, Deirdre, sometimes we did some things together. Uh, these two years of uh, like COVID didn't really help. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are just starting now to, just go back again out and hug and share and be together, maybe make spaces, do big events, etc. And I, I realized how much I was missing this because the circle, it's uh, the dancing circle is important, but the pandemic, as I already said many times, brought us the opportunity to do the, what we are doing. So to do long distance uh, video calls and be together 
even if we are not physically. So we are not doing the miles uh, by plane, uh, but we can be close to each other. And this is so important. This is what's really nourishing. So oh, it's been it, so good. It's been so It, good. it opened exactly. up uh, so many possibilities and uh, it will take, it will bring more, even more possibilities for all of us. So, yeah. um, so I have a question. I have a question for all of you. I know we need to bring this to a close and we could talk for hours and hours, which would also be super fun. <laughs> but I think it's really important to talk about, so here we are as dancers, as creators, as artists, as lifestyle innovators, and your body is your tool. Your body is actually all you have. And to carry on the, the style, the dance, again, which I've said is for all shapes, all sizes, all ages, we want to age with grace. We want to dance with grace. We want to move forward with beautiful intention because this is a dance that you can do at, at, all, at all ages. It doesn't cut you off at 25 or whatever. And I want to know what you do to stay healthy, strong, um, present in your body so that your body allows you to do this work. Chinzia, what do you do? So I, first of all, I nourishment. What I eat is very important. Uh, I'm vegan, but you don't have to be vegan. What I'm saying that I'm, Basically, I'm plant-based since 11 years now, and I'm most vegetarian since when I'm 16, now I'm 55. So uh, what I eat is very important because I'm, I am what I eat. And uh, I do it for many reasons. Basically, is an ethical reason, but also a healthy reason. Uh, being plant-based doesn't mean that you don't have uh, treats, uh, ice cream, or... <laughs> can have a, a glass of Prosecco time to time, whatever. So basically that, because if I don't feed myself in the proper way, of course, I can't expect my body to do certain things. Uh, I train. I, I'm also a yoga instructor. Um, I used to train a lot. And uh, I understand that now getting older and, as you say, aging gracefully, I can't abuse my body that much. So... It's important to give my body also the right rest, mm. which is physical rest, but also mental rest, uh, find space, which like, I don't know, micro pauses that I do during the day, uh, mm. some journaling, just uh, simply today I went out on the beach and stayed there. I was simply observing the birds and whatever. That's a meditation for me because I was simply into that and listening to the sounds and whatever. So finding some find some space to exercise very gracefully of course dancing because if i teach uh, and i perform i need to to, to stay fit a, like because i'm aging i'm doing this uh, with a different pace than what i used to do 10 years ago or 20 years ago uh -huh. also my expectation towards the performance uh, has become a little bit different now 
I just want to enjoy myself. And this is why, for example, I'm not, I honestly have to say that I don't do any more strong and very challenging yoga practices because I, my body can't stand that anymore. Good. I've been doing it a lot. And uh, I have to say, this is a good point because uh, people like me who have like a ballet training and uh, they go flow into yoga and it's very easy at the beginning to do a lot of spectacular positions and whatever, but that is not yoga. So for me, it's going really back into feeling the body. Oh. And uh, it sounds very weird, but uh, aging with grace to me means... Uh, be in your body, love it because it's going to change. Even if I have the same size and I buy the same size of clothes, uh, they don't fit me the same way as before. So, <laughs> so it, and this is part of the, the, the process. So seeing that, uh, the, the, that uh, especially in the world we live today where uh, aging is uh, like a crime, and uh, us as leaders, we really, we are really... beautiful aging women. <laughs> yeah, but this is very important. This is this is part of our. Uh, I think this is one of the things that we really need to work on is to tell women how amazing they are, even if they don't. They have some cellulitis. It's nice. fine. All right. All right. Awesome. Normal. <laughs> awesome. All right, Nina. What do you do? How do you take care of yourself? Nina. Oh, looks like Nina froze. Misha, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, what do you do to take care of yourself? So, um, Shinzia did awesome talking about like the, the aging aspect of it. Um, to that, I add, um, I like, th there's a, for me personally, there's very much a, like a mental aspect because I'm the Aquarius that's always in their head. So playing. So I like to take time to just go out and play and adventure and explore and just like give myself a break from everything that's going on um, in the world. I, I really, I find that um, kind of connecting in with that inner child and just being playful really helps me to um, stay healthy, to not get, to not go into something like depression or anxiety. Um, I work a lot with plant medicine, so I have um, all sorts of different different herbs that I work with, um, different plants, depending upon um, what challenges I'm facing. But I really think that the plant kingdom has some amazing, uh, they have, it just has an amazing ability to support us. And they want to, like the plants are super jazz, they want to help us out. Um, and so there's, there's, there's a full, I mean, there's, there's so many different ways that that can come into our life and nutrition, like food and diet, food is medicine. Um, so that's a big, a, a big piece of it as well. Um, that I'm working on. I haven't always had the best diet. So, you know, I'm also a vegetarian. Um, my husband would like to be a pastatarian, I think if he could, <laughs> so, um, so working, working on, uh, on all of, on, yeah, you on all of definitely that. have to come to Italy. <laughs> so his whole, yeah. So his whole family, he always says, he's like, I can live off of pasta. I'm like, that's great. I can't. So we're, you know, like we're figuring out like how to make that work. Um, but also, um, anything that I can do 
that supports the, the physicality of my body. Um, just like Chinsia said, I I'm finding, I can't work out as hard. I can't push myself to the limits like I used to. So I have maintenance practices like acupuncture. I try to get acupuncture once a month. You would think it would be more <laughs> because I work here, but it just goes to show you that, you know, you got to fit it in where you can and massage. Um, I, I have found that acupuncture and massage really kind of help maintain everything and keep me flexible, keep me moving, keep me able to teach dance a couple times a week. And then I also have, um, my own practices, uh, like, like, uh, journaling, but also I have my own Reiki practice that I try to do every day as well. So, yeah. Nice. So it's a really, I mean, you, we're all multi-passionate. We all have all these tools in our toolbox, which is beautiful. And sometimes they're just for us personally. And sometimes they're for you to share with your world as, as a business or career or whatever, which is beautiful also, because I, I wholeheartedly believe in all the, all the tools, <laughs> all the tools. Um, and that's great. So Nina, what do you do? Are you back with us? You froze there. Yeah, I'm back. I had a bit of a glitch there. Um, I, I do Pilates a couple of times a week and also, um, in my own, in my own space, uh, I f do feel as I get it, getting older, I need to keep my strength. Um, and I find that the core strength, um, has just helped me dance so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and have a, have a little bit of time for your own dance practice. Um, to just to refine, just you can never have enough dance practice. Uh, but yes, I found that there's the strength in the upper body and the core of the legs has just helped me flow so much better um, mm. that I see in in my dance. Um, and and to um, not what's the word? Not self-correct as a self. Not um, when you're dancing, just to, to look at yourself in a way that you go and go, okay, this is good, this is not so good, or whatever, but in a, in a gentle way. Um, <laughs> well, there's definitely a um, place for that, and, but there's also a place to be totally free. and Yeah, totally. Right? So yeah. There's, there's that, and then I love to just like do like contemporary, contemporary dance. So some sort of dance practice for me every couple of days is, um, I, I, I just love that. Um, Walking every day is 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 a thing. Is my walking meditation? <laughs> Go and talk to all the, the animals and plants. Um, I have um, cut my alcohol content to maybe maybe one drink here and there, maybe once a month. I uh, just just found that. Um, well, I actually read a lot of literature on what alcohol does to bodies, especially um, through menopause, and it's it's not so great. So, um, yeah, just um, substituting that out and, and feeling so much better for it, I must admit, is is pretty awesome. Um, what else? Just like, like the other girl said, just having your own own time mm -hmm. to you know to to just relax that mental space. Yeah, just to have no other distractions. I think that's very important just to come down to your own center and your own self yeah. um, and not overthink things, you know? 
Oh, those none of us that, I'm sure. <laughs> it's like all the little voices, you know, just like, just, okay, go away now and just, just be who you're, your own person. And yeah. So yeah, that would be it for me. Love it. I love it. Well, I think there's such a beautiful blend of self-care and preservation and um, connection as well as, again, because we use our bodies as our tool. There's also that level of care. Which I think it's, time. It's, it's also finding the, I know you say like the finding the time, but you have to, you have to find the time for yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you will get sick. <laughs> right. And especially the older we get, the more important that that becomes, you know. Absolutely. Uh, we're not the invincible 20s or, you know, the crazy 30s. Um, Misha's still in her 40s. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, if, if this is the, the thing that you want to do, this is your tool. Just as if you were a painter you know, you take care of your brushes, or if you're a writer, you take care of your pens and your journals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You, this is our tool. And this is if uh, to be an artist for self-expression, we want to be able to move forward with freedom and the ability to continue on. And this dance allows us that ability as long as we also love the dance and take care of the dance and the dance takes care of us. It's all related, right? Absolutely. So good. So good. Well, again, we could continue this conversation and we shall, <laughs> but it's so good. And it's so important, you know, as you, you know, step into creating more of the legacy around this dance and taking the dance more global uh, as well as local with your own personal tribes, um, to honor all that it has been and all that it is and all that it can be and all that you are and all that you have been and all that you can be. Uh, with so much pride and honor and um, passion and love for you and all of us, all the teachers out there in the world, all the dancers out there in the world. And even no matter what style of dance we're talking about, we're talking about movement, we're talking about being a creator, we're about talking and living our passions and investing in ourselves to be the best that we can be. And what it takes, and you've, you've heard, you know, it takes commitment, it takes dedication, um, it takes so many other things, integrity, I think sometimes it's also a, a leap of faith. A leap you know? of faith, absolutely. You, know, you just have to believe in yourself. You just believe in yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I can do this. And, and you know, you, 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 it, it happens. You can make it work. Just, just step outside and just do that thing that you want to do. Step outside and do the thing, but also um, strategize. And yeah. Commit, oh, yes. commit to a structure. Commit to taking the action steps to move you forward. So well, you have to. You have to make that plan. Practical. <laughs> yeah, it has to be practical. Yeah. Definitely has to be practical. So, you have to have the you, bones. You, you guys are all, you're all proven aspects of that, you know, which is really a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing to see where you've been and how far you've come and what, what is opening up for you yet still, which is beautiful. 
And so for all of you out there watching this conversation, you know, may you continue to feel the passion and to connect with yourself and your spirit and your soul and your body and all that you desire to be. And we are here to help you live and step into your dreams even further. Um, and if you have questions, uh, you'll know where to find everybody because I'll have all that information. If you, if you haven't been able to connect with us before, check out all their classes, online classes, in-person classes, workshops, woo, all the things. And so many blessings to all of you. I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.